Hi, I'm Brett Nelson, and I'm an organizational development and sales coach with a servant heart. And I'm Sue Steinfeld, a certified leadership success coach that takes a holistic approach to being your best. And welcome to My Pivotal Moments podcast, where we are excited to share stories and experiences about those pivotal moments we all have had in our lives, whether it was a moment that caused you to pivot professionally or personally that took you down a completely different path than planned. These pivotal moments are what keep life exciting, challenging, and amazing. Today we have Kirsten Coleman from KirstenColeman.com is her business name. And we're going to be discussing her pivot from business leader to healer. And she does a special form of hypnosis that helps people get unstuck both in the physical and emotional issues. So welcome, Kirsten. We're very excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here too. So to kick us off, would you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess, um, you know, it's interesting because uh, this pivot from corporate leader to um, to healer all has the commonality of transformation. So I was always involved both in uh, domestic businesses and global businesses and transformations. They were always going through changes, et cetera. So um, I lived in Europe for 17 years, came back. That was a pivot of mine, went left Europe came back to the Bay Area. Silicon Valley had not been. Now it is the kind of thing. Right. Time frame. So, you know. So how long did you and were you in the same place in Europe? Did you travel around with the companies there in Europe? Or like what was I was mostly in the UK for 14 years. I worked for the Gap for 11 years. We went from eight stores to 220 stores, one country to three countries. So it was wow. a massive, you know, shift there. And then I worked for Puma Sportswear, which was based in Germany. The headquarters, mm-hmm. um, but I flew back and forth between England and Germany. It's a little bit like Boston to New York. So. Sure, sure. That's wow, awesome. well, that is. Yeah, we're we're honored to have you today. So, well, again, thank we, you. We want to ask you which brand of uh, of of sportswear you wear, or other thing like that. But I'm, do you still have your preference? <laughs> do I still have my preference? No. You tend. To, my experience was when I worked for the Gap and left the Gap. You didn't want to wear any more Gap. That's right. All I had to do was that. Puma was the same thing. So I've sure. now kind of just settled in what strikes my fancy as opposed to awesome. allegiance regardless. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So that's quite a background. Thank you. Let's jump into the pivot because now I'm thinking, wow, all this corporate experience and you're moving into healing and the type of healing you do, I'd love to hear more about. Sure. So should we start with the pivot or yeah. the... Yeah. yeah. So let's put it this way. So I left Europe, came here, bought a consulting business, did that for a couple of years. And then it was starting to not be what I wanted. And so I close that out. Okay. So wait, we got to pause there for what was not that what you wanted? Because we start unpacking that. Says, this sets the stage. I think a lot of times we get people coming in like, yeah, this was just happening. Well, we don't know. We weren't in your pocket. So what was yeah. setting the stage for your pivot? So originally when I came back from, from Europe, I didn't want to work for corporate America. I somehow, okay. something within me said not corporate America. So I looked for a smaller business the thing I didn't realize is the clients were corporate America at the end of the day. So, <laughs> But anyway, I had wanted to run my own business. The opportunity presented itself, bought into it. It was great. It was a lot of transformations. I could do it. I was helping with major ones. And then yeah. it was a lot of the business development that for a firm, as somebody said, you're kind of always feeding the, the chicks. 
yep. your people yep. and stuff like that. And so that constant drive, I love people. I love to engage with people. I like to learn their stories. But this was, I all of a sudden started to realize, you know what? I don't like, I don't, this isn't bringing me joy. This I'm just, yeah. it's a, it's more of a slog yeah. than it was a true kind of, I love to do this. Mm. Sure. So, so it was the business development stuff of like saying, I'm just constantly having to do this. And that's, it's not, wasn't the work. It was finding the work. Is that, I'm hearing Correct. that right? It was more yeah. finding the work and kind of going through the process of those finding the potential opportunities sure, sure. and trying to close out a contract and deal was the the piece that I didn't enjoy. Yeah. And and I think that's, that's everyone. You start some of the people's pivots or people's lives, you find it's, it's good to go through that journey because you're like, I know that's not, not what I want to do. And that's just probably just as empowering as knowing what you want to do. Yeah. I completely agree. I, if you know the not... What I don't want, <laughs> then you can get to the what I want, actually. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And so when did you start leaning towards healing? So it's an interesting thing. I had for a long time always been interested in, I guess there's more to the world than what we can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether I went to psychics or whether I went to different ones, just because it was amazing and fascinating what they would know. And I had my own intestinal issues, honestly, mm-hmm. that I couldn't find an answer for in the Western medicine and even in some different alternative modalities. Mm-hmm. And so somebody I had actually considered going into psychedelics because some people find answers through the psychedelic realms. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine told me about the story of her going on an inner journey, which is what this hypnosis modality does. And she was like, I ended up underneath the kitchen table as a three-year-old holding onto the kitchen leg of the (laughs) the table. And I was like, wow. So I went on my own healing journey and, and stepped into the, with, I worked with a teacher who as a client and mm-hmm. I was so fascinated by the results for myself, as well as this inner world that opened up to me, that I was like, let me learn the modality. Yeah. So I learned the modality and I was like, this is this is fun. And people, I love the pe- people come out of it and they're like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Both mm-hmm. with, oh, these feelings and these emotions just fell away. Sure. There was no effort. As one of my clients says, I love that it's non-performative. <laughs> it's, yeah. There's nothing about performing or doing, honestly. Um, so I, that's, I kind of, I just followed a direction that called to me mm-hmm. Yeah, for lack of a better word. Right. Yeah. So what was that transformation? So you had a point where you were owning your own firm, you sold it and then you just jumped right in or was it? Oh, I, mean- I closed it down. COVID happened. Okay. In some okay. ways at All the right. intersection of the business kind of going downward. Yeah. It was, it was the nail on the coffin that I needed because mm-hmm. uh, it didn't have to meet be just me saying, I want to change direction and therefore you all don't have a job type thing. See you later, yeah. <laughs> was- no, Kristen, Kristen, that's really interesting because I think it's like, as we're sort of reflecting years later now, I guess years were three years post-COVID. It's like, there were a lot of catalysts for good and otherwise that happened because of that. <laughs> so Completely agree. Yeah. And I think we only understand a lot of things in the rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As opposed to at the time. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, so I, that, that kind of happened. I kind of closed the, I actually closed the business. I just closed the doors mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and then started to just, I don't know, figure out where I am, who I was. I believe in a lot of journaling. So especially mm-hmm. at times like that, just write it out and just mm-hmm. let it go and see what comes and see what emerges. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I just, I didn't really even, you know, I'd spent a year or two, you know, fortunately we were out in Point Reyes, so we're out in the country, so I could walk and, you know, do that stuff. And yeah. then went on, got introduced to this modality. So it was a slow process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then it kind of came out of it. Yeah. That's awesome. I would, that is awesome. I would love to hear more about using hypnosis as a healing tool. And I love that you brought up the performative thing, because I'm assuming with hypnosis, you're letting down your guard. So you're not feeling like you have to please the coach or yourself or some audience. But can you talk a little bit more about? Yeah. So the the modality is really a combination of hypnosis, guided imagery, shaman journeys. If some people are familiar with the shaman journey where they go into an altered state and they're taken someplace Mm. in this inner world or in the imaginal realm, as some people call it. And so the beauty of this modality is you're going through the subconscious and you're putting your analytical mind in the backseat. The analytical mind is only responsible for about 5% of what we do and who we are. The rest Mm. of it is your subconscious. And so therefore, a lot of modalities are limited in their scope to heal or to support because the analytical mind wants to perform, it wants to achieve, it wants to do good. And so therefore, it starts stops to limit it. So the hypnotic element of it is really getting people into a trance state. So as you said, so what I would say is, is you move your attention inward into your body. Mm-hmm. As, as how we do it and through some breathing and some getting in touch with what your body is your attention goes inward you're still s- somewhat aware of what's going on outside it's just like if your attention right now is a hundred percent it's like 85 percent is inward and 15 percent mm-hmm. so if a dog's barking in the background quite often y- you don't you don't even register you're not, you're not even registering it that's interesting because a lot of times with my clients, I work with them and saying, you know, most of success in life is here in your head and it's all created. Like it's like you often you create your own realities in terms of your th- thought process. There's a good book. Uh, Benjamin Zander wrote a book called The Art of Possible or mm-hmm. Art of Possibility that he talks about everything is created. Like you, you create your reality. So you, so you somewhat help people unpack that and then kind of repack the boxes and put them on the shelf. I mean, that's another metaphor, but. Yeah, I mean, it's probably more so we start the engine of the, we call them, they're journeys. They're mm-hmm. literally journeys. Mm-hmm. So you go into this hypnotic state, we take you through these steps, and this world unfolds, really. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, it's it's a little bit like a dream state. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these things start happening um, and just occurring or something comes into your awareness and shows up. But yeah. the engine for what happens is what your deepest desire is for change is. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting you started with the what I don't want. Some mm-hmm. people sometimes people say, I don't want, I don't want to be angry anymore. Let's take that as an example, right? Mm-hmm. The question, and for the subconscious, the subconscious doesn't understand I don't want and I want. It understands it all as want. 
Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. anger is still there, <laughs> you're still probably going to have anger. So we go through a process of what do you not want? What would you, what would you prefer? What would you like? What would you love in these scenarios? How would you like to be in these scenarios? Once we get to what we call kind of this deep desire, which takes some unpacking, the subconscious pulls forward what needs to get cleared out of the way. Sure. There's sure. things that show up as well as parts of ourselves that were younger that need to be integrated back into us. Got it. If that makes wow. sense. Wow. So as you were transitioning again from corporate world, this somewhat programmatic, systematic, you know, kind of really doesn't touch this stuff. And you were, I mean, it really doesn't. It's just like you say, hey, get some counseling, get a coaching, which is all important. And I don't want any my means discounting any of that, the therapy work of the people that go through Agreed. Yeah. So as you as you transition that into this, and you're going on walks, living in the country, how did you decide you wanted to do this as a business? And then what was what was kind of that full circle, or I don't say the maybe the 180 degree turn from where you were before before your journey? Honestly, it's something that pulled me in that direction. Yeah, I mean, because I all of a sudden had this inner world to open up. Mm-hmm. So I've I've myself at this point have been on 50, 70, 100 of these journeys because sure. I did it with my teacher at the time. And then I do trades with people. I do a certain amount of inner self-facilitation at this point too. It's amazing. What's, it gets a little, for me, it got a little addictive, honestly, because <laughs> it was like, wow, here's this alternate reality. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of pulled me in. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to describe it. Because I saw the healing potential for people and with people that that also was supportive. I also know that I will do some group work at some point. I don't know what that looks like, but one of my superpowers is group facilitation. Sure, And I sure. love, I love facilitating groups. So somehow, but we'll see. So I don't know if that answers your question. It, it does. It does because you're making that transition from the again corporate world. It's kind of it's a buttoned up. It's the experience and say I want to be able to really help the one, the individuals and working through that. That's that's yeah. a big that's a big jump. Yeah, and it's just unsticking people, right? It's mm-hmm. like we all get caught someplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think sometimes with our pivots, we see them coming because we're setting an intention of where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Other times. It be, we begin to find a passion. Like for example, you started doing that healing work and now it starts drawing you mm-hmm. and then you make the pivot. And I know a lot of times when I was in corporate, people would say, well, what's your two, three, five-year goal? And I was the person who always was like, when I know it, I know it. Being conscious as I'm going through my journey. And then all of a sudden something just clicks and I'm drawn and I go. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We did a review on the book of the war of art that talks about finding your muse and really, mm-hmm. like once you once you find that and dial in what that recipe is to get to di- to get that in, you got to you got to keep going back to that source code, keep going back to that recipe card to make yeah. that happen. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I also think it's a, it's giving yourself space and time. Yeah, and finding mm-hmm. what you enjoy doing, like what kind of lifts your spirit, right? Mm-hmm. So, and what kind of just really brings you home to yourself whether that's a bath, whether it's a walk, whether it's gardening, whether it's, you know, but something that captures you, those are all my kind of things. Um, But it's really what, so that you have time for something to come in and show up. 
So what would you advise? Let me, let's let me ask some advice on this here then as, as we're kind of wrapping our conversation around your pivot up there. Is someone's wanting to, to find that space? Because what I'm hearing though is that you had a artificially created space. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> some people took advantage of it. Some people are still in the rat race and such. And again, everyone's kind of... But how do you create that space so you can make a pivot or confirm what you're doing and, and you know keep going? How do you make that space? Because people will be listening and saying, yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could stop doing this long enough to kind of you know stop the madness, uh, the train to get off, but I, I'm on it. Right. So I think, I think the point is, is starting small. Okay. So some people call it when you drive, inhaling the landscape. So turn off the radio. If you have a commute, for example, yeah. turn yeah. off the radio, turn off the phone. And just take it in. And it's usually uncomfortable quite often as we're so busy that quite often some of that silence, so that quietness can be a little scary it and a can, little right? uh, kind of nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you said that. The other day I was driving around with my kids in the car and they're like, Dad, turn the radio. I'm like, No, I just want to just hear the road for a second. It, it was weird because they're like, I need noise. I need some like, but yeah, <laughs> so little things like just turn the radio. I like that. I like that. What else? What, what else do you create little, little things to create space? I think it's also just, I, I think it's, you know, finding those things that bring you joy. So is mm-hmm. it cooking a meal? Mm-hmm. Is it um, organizing something like sure. organizing like a bookshelf type thing? And it's and it's creating space for I'm going to intentionally spend this hour doing this thing that I enjoy, because it helps you get back in touch with what's in here, in your heart, right? Mm-hmm. And what kind of brings it for you. And so I think, you know, maybe it's getting up an hour early, and maybe you're mm-hmm. constantly going to the gym. Maybe you take one morning and don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Go take yourself for a cup of coffee someplace. Yeah, I love the idea. Changing up the routine a little bit too. Break, right? break it up. Yeah, break yeah. break the cycle, right? Just like this is the get off the hamster wheel for just a minute. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love the idea of the silence or getting into the flow of doing something because to me, it sometimes does feel hypnotic. Like all of a sudden I'm just on autopilot and I got to the end. I'm like, how did I get there? And I feel very at peace with it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things we love asking is, do you have a North Star that guides you? I think my North Star in some ways is the intersection of people. Mm -hmm. And I call it adventure. I don't know what it is. You know, there's, I don't even, I can't describe what my North Star is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's somewhat changed over the years because I Mm -hmm. believe we all evolve Mm-hmm. And so those things kind of shift, but it's, it's, it's how, to, what's my role in probably bettering the world mm-hmm. Yeah, is an aspect of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. And any takeaways for our listeners? Yeah. What would you, what would you want them to remember today? It was like, it's about 20 ish minutes or so. What would you want them to remember about again, Lessons learned if they're hearing saying, I need to make a pivot, I need to make space. Like, what would be the kind of the key couple couple bullet point takeaways for them? I think it's the how finding yourself space, right? Okay. And okay. journaling, I would throw it in there too, just like every morning, free, free flowing journaling. The world is a good place, even though there's a lot of crap going on out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and find those things that bring you joy. 
Yeah. Unhook from those things that create anxiety for you. And it's, it's some of it will be scary in terms of unhooking, but scary and fear fear is ultimately not a bad thing. Yeah. Sometimes it triggers things within us. We call those triggers or treasures in this work because usually at the end of it, there's something. But that kind of fear that sometimes grasps us is old fear that has something to do with a lion chasing us or an animal versus we have a true threat here. Um, and for me, the takeaway is creating that space for yourself. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. thinking time. I don't think we do that enough. And I actually advocate for people who are in the corporate world with meetings after meetings to actually build in thinking time that could Mm -hmm. allow them to open up something that maybe they haven't seen before. And I would probably pivot it from thinking Mm -hmm. to just allowing. Mm -hmm. Just just let it wash over. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The thinking is the analyzer. And sometimes we spend too much time like strategy and, you know, strategizing. What do we do here? What do we do there? But just if you're busy doing something else, you're washing over is a good way to describe it. I think you allow information to come forward within you, right? Nice, nice pivot. Brett, what about you? Any takeaways? Yeah, I, I think what I've heard you say is, is it's, a, it's allowing those feelings to happen. The feel, just feel the feelings. I think it's part of that part of that process. I love that you that uh, example of what you said of fear at the end. And I think more than anything is is it's okay to shift careers. It's okay to to close the doors, if you will, if it's not really around your, you know, it's not just not feeding you and it's not doing that and have the courage to do that. So I appreciate the kind of the macro sense, Kristen, of your story. So thank you. Thank you for today. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for joining us. We enjoy hearing others' pivotal moments and we'd love to hear yours. Feel free to reach out to us on our respective websites or on LinkedIn. We appreciate your support by rating and sharing our podcast with others. Remember, any moment can be pivotal if you keep your mind open to possibilities. Enjoy the journey.